Hello, everybody. How are you doing tonight? We are happy. Two games in a row, we win. Everybody's happy, right? Let's uh, be happy together and enjoy our Sunday evening talking inter-Miami football. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm Peter Brown. And of course, as you guys know, I don't do this by myself. So everybody say, say hi to everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Ed. Ed, how you doing? How you doing, guys? Uh, great to see you, man. We are on a roll, Peter Brown. Can't wait uh, to, you know, talk what we got to talk. But first, we got to do a lot of stuff before we get to that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like, look like looks like the chat room is popping off already. So thanks, everybody, for being here early. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're Tonight, we are going to spend the first 30 minutes talking as about uh, the pat uh, the last game and then anything else you guys might want to talk about in the chat. And then the second half of the show we're going to talk to a couple guys from NYC FC Forever podcast. So because that's our next game, our next game is New York City, so we're going to talk to a couple guys that do something similar to this in New York. So that part should be fun and that, you know, as always will be a, uh, you know, Paying attention to your chats and all that kind of stuff. But uh, before we go too far, I just got word that uh, next week, Canesware is going to be full of all the new stuff. They're going to have everything you need at Canesware next week. Their shipment is arriving. They're going to have the, the uh, what's it called? La Noche. They're going to have that. La They're going to have a bunch of other stuff as well. So go to Canesware located in Davie, Florida, just south of 595 on University, you're going to get the best prices in town. So go say hi to our friends there at Canesware and, uh, you know, buy your Inter-Miami gear from a local business and support, support local business. And, uh, and, and also, if you guys want to leave a voicemail, we already have a couple voicemails, 786-474-4435. You can join the conversation that way as well. Peter Brown, we've got a lot of people on the chat. As a matter of fact, before we even started, it was like, well, I don't know, 10 minutes before I was already looking at the chat room and it was already full of people. Hopefully nice. you got some of these because sometimes, you know, that you don't get all the feed on the live show. So the very first person was Damien Guzman. How you doing, Damien? I don't know if uh, we got anything with him lately. Oh, there you go. Actually, you do have him. Wow, that's good. And uh, maybe they've improved something on YouTube. B. King is also with us. I had seen Esteban Dito was also on earlier, but he's not showing up here anymore. I don't know if you, you got Esteban Dito. No, but Dito I got to up. hang out with uh, with uh, Mr. Esteban Dito yesterday before the game, so uh, it was fun hanging out with him. Over You could generally find me and Ed um, over by the Heineken bar. Uh, I'm generally there way early sitting by the Heineken bar. And Ed may be late, but he's usually there at halftime, at least. I am usually there at halftime. A lot of people came up to me and took pictures with me. We really appreciate, guys, everyone's support. And, you know, I really appreciate the people that buy me beer. You guys are awesome, man. Wow. Man, Anyways, Ed getting hooked up. Here's, I got to uh, find those people. Well, you, you didn't. this time you didn't go at halftime. So no, I stayed fault. in my seat. <laughs> you did. Uh, we also have uh, Luis Rodriguez is also with us. I believe he's a fellow veteran. Um, we got Chris Arjun, who took our picture last week. I, I didn't see him uh, this time, but Peter said he ran into him. I did get oh, to say yeah. hi to Chris as well. Uh -huh. Good seeing him. We I don't see his chat, have... but yeah, good seeing him. 
yeah, he was he's on here. He was on here earlier. Uh, we got um, Kevin Gonzalez. We saw him last game. I didn't get to see him this time. How you doing, Kevin? I guess you don't see him either. Oh, there you go. Yes, we are on a roll. Uh, of course, one of our oldest friends, and well, I'm not saying that she's old, but one world, one goal is with us. Ooh, calling her out, man. One world, one goal. She always, she's always uh, leaving us a uh, message and stuff. Tank721 is with us. How you doing, man? You know who Tank is. Bruno, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Esteban Mejia is also with us. And Chris Menendez, I saw him last game as well. Really quick. Top we of the league, top baby. Of the league. Yes, we are. Our buddy up north, uh, Eric Thomas. Is he going to be in the New York City game? I don't know. He yeah. should be. He should be at the New York City game. I mean, it he ain't too far from New he Jersey, right? Su supporting us. Yeah, yeah. He's in Jersey, but he's an Inter-Miami fan. Yep. It's the least he could do, Peter Brand. Go to Support that your team, man. There you go. Uh, Judge Dread the Law. He's also with us. It's going to be an epic season. We've great start so far, guys, but let's not get crazy just yet. Even though we do, Peter and I did not, couldn't believe we won this game. But, you know, we'll be into that in a few minutes. Uh, talk about up north. A new Wiseman is also with us. Our friend, it, friend from doing? Atlanta. How's Atlanta doing? I didn't even, we'll talk about that in a bit. I think they tied um, their game against, I think it was a tie did. against Toronto. 1-1, I think. He'll correct me okay. if I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, we've got Troy with us. Yes, we do have some young players delivering love that um i already said that guy eduardo Celis is with us Damn, i don't know if i'm gonna get a chance to say hello to everybody peter brown there we go eduardo Celis. we got anthony ornelas we are on fire yes talk about the great oh there's a step on dito here we go uh, talk about the the cold north, Richard Greenberg, up there in Toronto. Yeah, I saw he already booked his Vegas trip. Is there going to mm. be a Vegas team, Peter? That's what they know. they might be, maybe. That yeah, that would be incredible, and I'm sure Richard's probably going to get out there much more because of that. And um, we've got who else we got here? Didn't want to repeat. Yeah, everybody's just. I think we've got everybody so far, Peter Brown, unless you saw somebody else that I missed. Nope, that's it. Uh, Eric is accusing me for being antisocial, I guess maybe because I didn't go down for halftime. Is that it? Is yep, that what I think that's what it is. He's All right. trying to, you know, he's always hey. trying to bust your balls. I, yeah, yeah, that's what he does. Uh, <laughs> I was hanging out for like an hour down, down, down at the Heineken bar, so, you know. I like what I like what I like what Tank is saying. Herons are on fire. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Peter, where do we start from Man, here? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You know, I was on the um, Dupe by the River podcast. If I get that right, Dupe. I always is it up the river or by the river? <clears throat> and yeah. uh, get on our social media if you guys want to watch that. You know, you, you can go. You can track yeah. back, and you'll be you'll see the link on that if you want to see Peter Brown. Yeah, so I was on that show and I and you know and Marvin talking to those guys and and you know I had to be you know, of course at the end they're asking you know what what you know my prediction was for the game and and I think I said something to the effect that 
I'm hopeful for a win, but realistically, come on, everybody. I mean, Philadelphia was was uh, the the supporter shield winner last year, made it to the finals, did not lose very many players this offseason. So they're all the prediction people, all of them had Philadelphia uh, winning at least a trophy this year, whether it's League's Cup, whether it's uh, Open Cup. MLS Cup or or uh, Supporter Shield, they have them winning something this year, and they still might. So I mean, yeah, I wasn't expecting a win, but how about that? And, and they came off of a huge four to one win, uh, you know, and, and against the crew, you, know, you just yeah. And and the the thing is that you know these guys were on fire since last year, and like you said, not many players lost. I thought for sure we were going to you know probably lose. I was hoping for a tie, Peter, but uh, it's. They were just solid all the whole game. There were just, you know, bits and pieces of small mistakes. But, uh, you know, the defense looked solid in the back. Our, you know, Callender is just the dude's a monster back there. You know, he's big, he's tall, he's a wall. Right, right. 8-6 right. agrees with you. Uh, he says uh, defense was on point last night. So, yeah, defense was really solid. But there were a few occasions, like you said, that, that Callender had to come to the rescue. So... You know, they very easily could have been a two-two game or something like that. Calendar, I mean, did, did, are they allowed to put uh, glue on their gloves? Because I, I don't know, felt like he might have a little glue there on them mitts or, or a magnet inside that ball, so they right, can right. straight at his hands. I mean, the dude because he is playing with confidence right now. And and some people, I saw some people on social media saying, you know, he makes mistakes too. Well, everybody does. And so sometimes, yeah, he's. I mean, I remember in the in the first game of the season, he he made a bad distribution, and and it came right back at him. But then he made that save. So yeah, he's not infallible, but he is getting better every game. He's yeah, he's. I, I agree with you. Look at Anthony Arnell is what he's saying about Martinez. He needs to score, then we will everything will be good in the world. <laughs> yeah, Martinez is Joseph Martinez. Still, you know, he's. He's not connecting with the players. Granted, I I still don't think we have a great midfield. You know, if you look at the breakdown of the of the play, we're playing all of the game on the wings. I was I was watching, uh, at least in the first half, I pulled up the Apple TV feed, and they they put up a you know stat showing you know where the play was happening and stuff like that, and and all the play basically was on the on the on the outside. So we're playing on the outside, that's, crossing in and stuff like that, and they're just not finding. Joseph, and you know, maybe, we, I mean, we, maybe he's not moving into the right positions. He's still out of shape. Something. We also need that number ten, man. There's no real number ten, so we right. have to play through. Right. There. So, and one thing I noticed, Pizarro was all over the place, uh, which is good and 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 could be bad at the same time. Um, he was tracking back a lot. He de definitely hustled uh, to get back and defend. I think all of them did. That's something we didn't have with Iguain last year. He would never go back and defend. These guys were, uh, you know, including Pizarro. So, you know, that's, I think, what made the difference within how, in this game. How about Pizarro? Pizarro was amazing last night. Now I've seen that he also is kind of a, uh, a you know, conversation splitter, I guess, if you will. You love him or you hate him. Up and down. And, and, and I can, in one game, I can love and hate him because he is still holding onto the ball a little bit too long. There's a mm -hmm. few passes that he should have made, he didn't make. And, you know, he. some people are crediting him for kind of 
making that first goal with uh, Coco possible. But in reality, he lost the ball and Coco picked it up and, and rifled it from distance. So you could you could say that that was a screw up or so by Pizarro. And but he is playing defense a lot. He's intercepting passes. He is all over the place. He is. I think he's having a great year so far. He needs to do that too, man. If he wants to, you know, if he wants a team to keep him, right? You know, he's he's a big candidate for you know at the midseason to be sent off, especially if Messi and and um, um, what's it called Busquets comes uh, comes uh, over here because we're going to need that DP spot for one of them, yeah. Uh, if they come, so dude, I mean, the way this team is playing right now, if we were to get Messi or Busquets, one or the other, we would be we're on top of things and think about it campana's not you know he's not doing good he's he's still hurt robinson's hurt. still hurt <laughs> when's he not hurt uh you know so the, we've got you know depth we've got the forwards we just need that connection in the midfield i, I think you know one of the things that new york city has to do and they're probably going to do is study the video and oh, see that everything's through the wings so they're going to try to you know block those wings and not make you know those those plays happen, and you know that that's how that's what we've got right now. We've got our wings. Yeah. Anthony Ornelas uh, jumping in, saying Pizarro has been a huge factor and workhorse in both games. Eight six Pizarro was running a marathon. Not to say he didn't put work in, but not nearly enough that he should be putting in. I don't know. I, I, I to to his point, I think. The marathon, running a marathon tells me he is putting in the work. He's putting in the work. I, I think the issue with, with him is always the same issue in that he just holds on to the ball too long. I think he started the year, the first game, and then, and then also in the preseason game, I think he was letting the ball loose a little bit quicker. So that's something he's just got to work on. That's, his, that's the only thing that's holding him back. Because I remember there was, and I don't first half. I was trying to think, was I looking to the left or was I looking to the right? Was my neck hurting because I was looking to the left too much? Yeah, but Peter was complaining, you know, because he we were attacking. I'm too old. Much. He's like, dude, I'm looking over here. Yeah, he was like, oh, man, I, you know, we got to start playing on this side. I'm like, no, Peter, we start playing on this side. Would they get a chance to score? So, you know, I'm okay with them just playing on that side. So The whole man, first like, half, we had possession. So, yeah, I'm looking to the left. And, man, my neck was starting to hurt. So, I'm like, okay, well, hopefully in the second half, uh, we'll still have possession, and then I can look to the right. I mean, that's how we're, you know, that's what I was saying. But anyways, there was a point where, man, uh, one of the players, and I don't remember who, was streaking, you know, on the on the sideline, coming in, and Pizarro just had a beautiful, I mean, it would have been a beautiful pass, and then a potential goal, and Pizarro just held on to the ball too long. You know, so, I mean, that's, that's a, a constant problem with him. Eric Thomas checking in saying, next weekend, he will be at the game at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, repping Enter Miami. Nice, good job. Nice. And, and, and could, apparently, uh, apparently, have apparently, a... apparently, he's buying drinks for people. Wow, that's that's a good thing. So, if there's any Inter Miami fans that are going to be over there, you know, uh, wear your jersey, and Eric Thompson is going to buy you drinks. Now, I might be putting his his chats out of context, but it feeds to our argument. And so I like it. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, getting, getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, he said Bruno. That's what he, that's what he said. He's saying, I just saw right now. 
that it went up there and he's telling Bruno to show up to the game. So I see it. He's offering to the chat the way I look at it. Go find mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Have him buy you a drink. Yeah, but but uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, we weren't too you know we weren't too positive about this team, man. It just looked like you know we we they you know they, they were talking about you know this great defender that we were going to have from Ukraine, and you know we're we're you know we're we're really starting to criticize the guy because like he basically only played for one you know the, a big team in in Ukraine, but dude, he's just been solid in the back. Every time he gets the ball, he's just so sure of himself. And, you know, when Neville said we had a, a great signing, you know, a, a real, you know, uh, personality in the back, he wasn't wrong, man. Him was... and McVay work so well together in the center there. They are working so well together. Um, Luis Rodriguez chiming in saying that Taylor goal should be goal of the week. That's what I said instantly when I saw that. The announcers, I was re-watching some of the game on Apple TV. The announcers, uh, the uh, national announcers, said this should be goal of the year. The way he picked that ball. Mata finding him, ch basically chipping that ball. And let's talk about Mata there for, for a minute. How good of a game did he have? He was doing so much of the dirty work, intercepting balls, picking up things, making tackles. Him and Gregory have really taken it to another level together in that midfield, breaking up plays. Because as I was talking to the guys in Philly, they just kept telling me that, their strength is their midfield. That's that's where they feel like their strength is. Well, those two guys there broke up that midfield and did a great they job did. doing it. They did. Gregory was, you know, he was on top of it, and it's funny because one uh, one of our one of our, um, uh, the fans had actually sent me a message, you know, at I think it was at midnight or something that he saw a couple of, of like three of the players there at, at a at a. At, I think it was like Victoria or something like that, someplace in Wynwood. And I was yeah. like, what? At this time, they should be getting ready for the game. So Dude, wait. That did not affect their play at all. The night before <laughs> a match, we've got players just partying it up. I don't know if they were partying it up, and he wasn't able to tell, but they were out in a restaurant really mm. late. It's a you know, restaurant slash. Well, okay. Maybe you know, it's just, maybe they're just, nightclub. you know, they got to eat. Maybe it's just they got to eat. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was late night, you know, I think I'm, there were you know ladies there, so they're probably their wives or whatever. Yeah, right. I don't want to say what players, but um, but you know they were playing last night. It did not look like they had drinks. They you know right. they were on top of it. So if they need to go do that at nighttime, good for them because yeah, you know nothing happened. There was no difference, and 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 we got the three points, and that's all that matters. Absolutely. But yeah, they, they got to see uh, people. It's funny because uh, they're starting to get recognized out there in, in the town, you know? And Anthony Ornelas in the chat brings up something good. I was expecting a good TIFO from La Familia of some kind. Our supporters got to step up. St. Louis looked electric last night in their opener. Good point. Where are the TIFOs? I mean, we're supposed to be the South American kind of flavor team. And TIFOs are a big thing in South America, are they not? They are, Peter Brown. And, and we've, we've been a little slow. I think we've only had, in the past three years, maybe two TIFOs, perhaps and I three. Know, I know one of the leaders of uh, Vice City is a graphic designer. All right. So 
Come on, guys. Come on, man. <laughs> right? Come on, Everybody man. We need to come together and do something. We got we to gotta show off. I mean, um, I mean the first game of the season, they the should have had game? something, you know, for sure. Uh, you know, if whenever Orlando comes to town, we should have something up there because Orlando likes to pro proclaim that they're the, the team for Florida. You know, we got we to gotta step up this T TIFO game. Yeah, yeah, they're a little slow this year, man. And, well, they've been slow throughout the, the, the three years that we've been playing. Um, we need to, you know, step that up with the with the uh, TIFOs because they're not showing. I mean, the last couple of day, uh, you know, games, uh, people have been showing up. Yesterday's, I think the crowd is was a little bit less than the opening night, but still, you know, the parking was full. They were much better organized this time. Yeah, they were. The parking was I no problem. Late. And yeah, everything flowed well. There weren't people cutting through the sides through, through side streets. That's right. what happened last time. Yep. And there's there was traffic jams because of that. No, they were sending people get back in line. I yep. like that. You know, they were coming down the side streets. They're like, get get in line, go go over there. And the flow was a lot better. We went in, you know, quick. I was I was worried. I was like, oh man, Peter's gonna make fun of me. I'm gonna show up an hour, you know, for the second half again. And wow. no, it wasn't like that. Got in there quick. Uh, the only reason I was late was because I got myself a beer before I got there. <laughs> well, you and know where I'm going. I'm like, stuff. well, yeah. still, where's late? I was, that, but that was the only reason I got there. Better. Because I it was improved. Beer and I it was improved. The restroom. <laughs> it was improved. I had to make space for the beer. All right. Hey, let's go to play some voicemails before we go, uh, move on and to talk some uh, New York City stuff in the second half of the show. So let's, uh, let's listen to some of the people had to say in the, in the, in the chat. It's time the voicemail. for your voicemail. Hello. Woohoo! Hey, it's Italian One World One Goal for Peter and Uncle Ed and all the great fans. Oh my gosh, what a game. Que golazos. The apple seed was better and they actually had Phil Shane on the call. We had uh, a few of us had, had sent in all our complaints and they were reading them and adjusting. They actually made some adjustments for the last game, which was the Sounders. So they're doing more close-ups, and they were able to get the feed better. Uh, Phil Shane, again, he's, you know, partnered with Ray Hudson many years, an incredible local announcer, so the local feed is good for the home radio option. Um, they don't do the pregame, like much of the pregame or the, the halftime goes back to the regular feed, but hey, it's good. And you do get, they did more, like they had the sound feed a little better so you could hear our actual fan group, you know, cheering and the drums and everything. So that was better. And um, the close-ups are amazing. Like, for example, Jean Mota has, like, incredible legs. Not as good as my Diego Serna 17, but still. Anyway, that's your chick commentary. So, hope you guys had fun. Cheers. We're looking good. So, so uh, our coach Phil is looking like a genius. Love you guys. Love the show. So, yeah, it's glad to see that Phil Shane is is participating as uh, and they're having him uh, call the radio broadcast. That's great. I mean, he's in an MLS original. If you go back and, and listen to any of the early MLS games, he was the voice of MLS, worked for ESPN at the time, local guy. He's been, on, been a friend of this show. We've had him on uh, a few times over the years. Really, really good guy. So, um, you know, happy that, uh, you know, he's doing the local broadcast. However, you know, you and I, we probably never really hear it because we're at the stadium. But, um, yeah. you know, it's good. And I did I did notice that, uh, you know, the the uh, broadcast was crisper, clearer, better. 
so Apple's going to, we keep talking about, here was something I was talking to a fan. We have a, a, a fan up in DC and, and he's talking about Apple needs to do this and Apple needs to do that. And we all, myself included, keep saying Apple this and Apple that. We got to remember, Apple is just the technology. MLS is producing these shows. So the production issues are on MLS. So he was telling me, you know, somebody was commenting that there's like black spaces and, you know, there's there's things that are going wrong with some of them when they're transitions. I, I did see an issue with the transition with fade to white for like two, three seconds. And then the transition would come in. So there are some problems. That's on MLS and the part and the IMG who they hired to to help with the production. That's not an Apple problem. The Apple problem is is how the layout is on the 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 app and, and things like that. Uh, another thing I just uh, real real quick wanted to bring up because we got this question as well. Somebody, the same person that is a fan up in um, DC, was complaining that you can't get MLS matches now in bars because of this uh, this Apple deal, and that's not completely accurate because MLS season pass did make a deal with Directv. So if Directv business. Specifically, so you at home ha that have Directv, it doesn't help you. But those bars that are already paying for the Directv sports package uh, can get, uh, and it's called the sports bar something or other. Uh, and you know, so they they can get the matches. They they would have the matches just like um, they would have the matches for NBA or or hockey or anything like that. So. You know, you could go to DirecTV, um, just Google DirecTV MLS Season Pass, and you'll find this link. And there's even an app that has a sports bar finder. So you could find a local sports bar that is does at least have the ability to play it. Whether or not they actually choose to play it is a whole nother story, right? If there's a if they think there's a bigger game on TV or something like that, and they don't play it, that's that. I mean, we can't we can't we got nothing we can't help you there. Right, right. And I wanted to also mention, uh, while we were watching the game, I was able to get on, um, you know, the MLS uh, season pass. And the, the image is crisp. I mean, it's it was perfect, man, in the stadium. And I thought there was going to be maybe some some problem with, with viewing that. And, and there was only like, a I think, a little bit less than a minute difference. So I just happened to be watching the game and and I had the thing on and as soon as the goal went in I was like yes I'm gonna have to read the you know the the instant uh, replay in my hands and I sure enough I saw it and it was great and it's good thing you do have it in your hands because the stadium whoever's doing the video in the stadium they're not playing the replays they're I didn't not, see yeah. any replays maybe there was some I didn't see any replays I'm looking for the the goal replay and and I had to use my phone as well so Right. So, yeah, that's we, we had that in our hands. And I thought that was great that, you know, the, the, the image was great. And, uh, you know, we got, we got to see it. But, yeah, the team the team needs to do something about that. You know, replay. People want to watch that goal. Yeah, again. exactly. That, especially that Taylor goal was a spectacular, man. Players want to see it. You see it in all the games. You know, I'm watching some of that Atlanta game and, and uh, you know, uh, Bernadeschi, you know, I think a goal, something was called back or something. And he's looking up at the big monitors to, 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 to watch the replay. So they, they watch. Right. All right. Another voicemail. Here we go. This is fresh kid, Ted from Coral Creek. Missed. Gables Grove. 
and uh, Florida, by the way, uh, also known as the Prada Kid. Uh, so Inter Miami are two O and O, a start in their history. Um, I actually really like the way Bryce Duke passes the ball. I'd like to see him start over Stefanelli. However, I do wonder, Stefanelli does seem to be hustling on defense and tracking back a lot. I do wonder if he's the reason, he's a big part of why we have not given up a goal yet, uh, or if it's just uh, that new Ukrainian defender um, who seems to be extremely solid in the back. Um, the goals last night, Robert Taylor, I'm glad he's back. That was a spectacular goal, but so was the goal from uh, Corinth and Jean. Um, yeah, so we haven't really had any good center forward play yet, um, at least as far as finishing goes. Uh, Campana is out injured, which I'm kind of worried about because him and Robbie Robinson remind me a lot of Kieran Gibbs, <laughs> who never play. And Kieran Gibbs isn't even with the team now, but he's still playing as much as he did when he was actually with the team. Um, it just It's strange to get guys that sort of make a lot of money and just never play. Uh, but whatever, uh, can't complain. They're winning. Um, like to see some better attacking midfield play from Stefanelli, whether that comes from Bryce Duke or Stefanelli or, you know, I, I just, it was just nice seeing Pozuelo last year pulling the strings. I would like to see that again here because Pizarro definitely can't do it. I'll tell you that much. Damn. I, I don't dislike Pizarro. I think he's a good player. Sounds like you don't like him. I just don't understand some of his decision-making on the ball. Um, but I know it's not like I'm complaining again, but there's a lot to like about the team right now. Uh, I really like uh, the way the central midfielders are playing, especially Gregory and Jean Mota. Really enjoy watching them this year. Um, the defense looks way better, way more organized um, than last year. Uh, we'll see. Once we get this center foot, once Campana is back and we can play a 4-4-2 diamond, which is what they wanted to play, well, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what this team can become this year. Uh, and also the crowds. And it's only been two games, but the crowds are bigger this year. The crowds seem more into it also. Okay. Uh, have a good show, guys. It was good to see Ted last night. I think we guilted him in uh, calling the show because uh, he he's he's uh, he just dis- seemed to disappear. And, he, uh, and now he's back. Yeah, he's back, and he's he is very uh, happy to uh, watch us win. And I think he was on point in just about everything. Uh, he seems like uh, uh, he's still hating on uh, Pizarro, but I you know I happen to uh, think that Pizarro's starting to do. Uh, much better he you know he's he's playing for that contract man he doesn't want to go uh in the middle of the season so um i think he uh and he's got a lot of proof if he wants to get back on that uh you know mexican national team so he's right. you know i like the, the way these guys are hustling and uh, i think we're, we're, we're looking good tank uh says uh, pizarro is the best player we have we don't deserve him now that he's healthy and motivated <laughs> Anyways, all right, well, now it's time to move on because next week we are traveling to New York City. We're playing on that uh, baseball field, Ed, and up in New York, eh, baseball field. Yeah, how about that? And, uh, you know, 
We're not always the best team on the road. Started off the season great, winning our first two games. Luckily, we're at home. But now we're on the road. The real challenge starts next week. And so we figured, you know, we should uh, get to know New York by talking to a couple of uh, New York guys. We found these guys. Um, they've got their own podcast. Uh, they they got a very laid back style. So it looks like they're kind of like sitting in their basement, just chilling out, hanging out, talking to New York City and having fun. You know, so uh, a couple good guys over at the NYC FC Forever podcast it's a um i get i get tongue-tied on the nyc fc thing but anyways let's let's say hello to both yosef and Dan from nyc fc forever podcast how you guys doing what's up guys what's up guys Yo, what up, what up? what's going on you, you guys do look like you're in the basement there <laughs> still, still, still in i the hope basement. you got the names still right in the basement yeah yeah no. they're good they're good Yep. Uh, yeah. So, so when you guys are broadcasting, I was like, "Is is that a basement? Where are you guys uh, doing the show from?" <laughs> it technically is a basement, but it's a it's a barbershop. Ah, that's oh, so. Uh, we got to get somebody in there cutting hair too. Then, right? Oh, there's there's yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff yeah, that goes sure. down in the basement. <laughs> well, I think you guys have a real fun show. I've watched a, a few episodes of it. And I thought it was it was pretty cool. You guys just uh, tell it how it is. Have some fun. Talking style, talking music, talking, uh, you know, NYC, FC. Um, how, how, you know, Yosef, how, how have you felt like uh, your season has been so far? Um, how do I say that without sounding pessimistic? Uh, <laughs> I think the we show promise given the fact that our entire roster was almost disseminated. Essentially, mm-hmm. like our entire core is yeah. gone. You lost your but, goalkeeper too. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> there's a little salt on the wound. You know, it's funny. It's funny as we're talking about players that you guys lost because I'm watching like uh, you know YouTube or whatever. I'm watching something where I see TV commercials, and I keep seeing this TV commercial with uh, your oh, old goalkeeper, goalkeeper sitting there wearing his New York City stuff. You know, talking nope. about, uh, and he's now in Toronto. How do you it's feel about that, Dave? I see you shaking your head. Honestly, look, I was a big Johnson advocate for a long time. But the problem with Johnson was what he said after he left. It was just yeah. like he straight up distance. He was just talking about how he's playing in a real stadium now. Listen, I get it. Nobody likes playing at Yankee Stadium unless you're playing baseball. Nobody likes playing at City Field unless you're playing baseball. But it is what it is. Like, don't, don't, you know. Don't put it on us. It's not we're not the owners of the league. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're not the owners of the team. They said, "Listen, we're gonna put a a, a a team in New York City. and We're gonna play at one of the two baseball stadiums for a short amount of time. It's been nine years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying we're going on season nine. So yeah. stadium. Also- but I understand. I thought I thought it was, I thought it was a slight little diss that he that he yeah. he uh, you know he kind of was out of pocket for what he said. Um, you know, even and bringing the Toronto- championship to New York City like. Toronto's also become very much our rival, especially with our a lot of the games that we played in the playoffs. So Toronto's yeah. a team where we're just like, you don't go there. Like you guys had one of our Toronto guys that we hated, which was uh, in Pascuelo. Like uh, for us, he was our killer. We hated playing against him. Yeah. So for you to then leave yeah. us and then go over there saying you're chasing chips, like 
you just keep stabbing them. Go to the West Coast somewhere. Yeah. You know? Go home to Atlanta if that's where you want to go. <laughs> don't, don't go to Toronto. So, so listen, you guys, you're, you're not too positive. That's how we were in the beginning of our season because we didn't know, you know, we – we lost Pozuelo. It looked like we didn't have, you know, we weren't going to look too good because of that. But we're starting to play. I mean, now you kind of see how Inter-Miami is playing. We play by through the wings. Um, what's something that Inter-Miami could do to break you guys down? I know you guys have basically a brand new team almost. Mm. You want to take to that? break us down? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. To break us down? I mean, the obvious right now is that we don't have a, a working tent. And I think that the whole entire league knows that. So you guys work through the wings, but our yeah. that's our strong suit. Our we're great defensively on the wings, and we have Kufre mm-hmm. who's just starting, who's showing to be a stud. Uh, our eighteen-year-old who's just coming in. Um, uh, we're gonna butcher this name, Yelenich. That's what we but, do here. We butcher names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, his his last match um, against Chicago. He showed out defensively. He did a couple. So I think if you guys are going to go through the wings, it's going to be tough. I would say our weak points are our it's our midfield right now. Um, with Santi yeah. back, and then if Sands is there as well, it, it reinforces it. But they haven't been in training, so you're asking. Yeah, they're old players. They've been here before, but you're asking them to just hey go do something magical. It's not mm. going to work. We're probably not going to see them gel for another couple of weeks. Well, that's good. That's good. You guys could gel in week four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, though, because especially I don't know because I saw some highlights from this past month because thank God you guys showed up to Philly because I don't know if you can curse here, but bump that. You, you could say, hey, you uh, can say whatever you want. I, you know, so I, I, I know how you guys roll. I've watched your shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really. degree. Don't get me wrong. There's some good people out there in Philly land, but for the most part, and what I want you want to talk about rivals at Philly at this point, man. But yeah, that's a, that's I probably think, our most natural rival. Yeah, right mm-hmm. now it's it's both in the stands and on the pitch. Um, I think it's it's Philly. Rebels a different one, but Philly Philly has a special place. But I think when you guys playing in New York, we're playing up here in the baseball diamond. Um, it's a smaller pitch, yep. so our our midfield troubles may we kind of probably can cover that on our pitch here. So we might give you some trouble here. I'll be curious to see how we play uh, when you go down there. But that, at that point, we're probably going to be a different team too. Right, right. I think the biggest thing for for Miami in terms of uh, dominating in this game, something that NYCFC has trouble with is the press. If if this if this team gets pressed, it's like, oh, I, I don't know what's going on. You know, they, they stay to, to their tactics almost to a fault, uh, which is at, at sometimes is good. But, you know, if Miami comes out pressing, which they can, you know, with Martinez, Martinez loves scoring at Yankee Stadium. Um, yeah. The other Brazilian guy was his name, Gene. I think his name was Gene. Mm-hmm. You know that Mata. give and go that y'all did from 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 Mota, that was nice. You know what I'm saying? You you guys do plays like that in New York, kind of kind of do that uh, that small small ball type of style. You know there there might be some problems. Right now, I'm not too confident in NYCFC. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real honest with you. Like there's a lot of changes that have have taken place in this team this year, 
and a team like Miami for the first time winning their first two games back to back and then washing Philadelphia at home. Like that's a lot of confidence to go. It sure is. So it's, I'm a bit nervous for this game. Like Miami's one of those teams where, you know, at the end of the season, we talk about September, October, y'all might be fourth. Y'all might be third place around there. If you guys keep it up. Hey, by then we might have Messi. So, you know, it'll be a totally (laughs) different team. Y'all might have Messi. Y'all might be I, I, at that point. You guys and us are the only two teams that Messi has been rumored to. Because uh, Messi ain't going like, to New York. Messi's not going to New York. That's what I'm saying. Come on, bro. Like, listen, we love NYCFC, but they don't care about that, man. Yeah. So we're in not- Miami, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know that pill, man. You know? And um, our boy, uh, um, Jonathan, who is our co-host, he wanted us to let you know, 2015... You guys did a uh, scarf swap because you guys went out to the Orlando season, uh, opener mm. back then. Yeah. You yeah. Did, uh, back when you guys were rooting, were trying to get Miami to get it. Right. Team. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was like the, like a blue, blue, like color or something. Blue scarf. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, uh, the Miami Dade colors. It, yeah. Uh, Peter's going to go and grab uh, one yeah. of them. He said he said, yeah. That's he said he actually, said, Peter designed it. Yeah. Peter was yeah, the he designer. Has, he, of that. He, still, he still has that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, it was the uh, the first um, Orlando City game, and yeah, since we didn't have a team yet, we're like, well, let's go see, let's go, lo, let's go boo both teams, and and and, and just go see some, <laughs> well, go see some football. We were booing Orlando more than anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric Thomas in the chat. We love to talk to the chat. Eric and Thomas in the chat, who is actually lives in New Jersey, says. NYCFC equals totally beatable. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about totally beatable. I'll say I don't know about totally beatable because we still – a lot of our roster did make it to the Eastern Conference uh, final and made it to the final. Uh, so it's not like the, they're scrubs. It's just they're not used to working in this system together. And, it, and we don't have a record. Yeah, you can't, you can't overlook the it. fact that you guys lost so many players. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 really what is messing us up. But these players can still play. Esteban Dito in the chat also is saying, "Inter Miami will score a grand slam in the Stick and Ball Stadium versus New York City." People talking smack. Look <laughs> at that. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. I told you we've guys we'd all. have some fun. You know, it's, it's, it can't all be that. tactics. It can't all be tactics. That gets boring. Nah, we had, uh, that, that's, go to somebody else's show. We had Miazga do a home run swing on the on in our stadium. We've seen them all. Yeah, hey, was, I, yeah he scored a goal. Like, he, as he long as that star is still above the crust, I can talk all the smack y'all want. You, you are 100% that's right. True, that's true. You, you, you got that. Yep, we yep. got that. So. Luis Rodriguez is asking us to uh, get predictions from you guys. What do you think? That's always hard because I'm saying two one Miami. Oh, oh wow! Didn't expect that one. That's no, that's Miami. how not confident you guys are with your team yet, just yet. We our haven't gelled. There, there's yeah. for, for me, it's like yeah, the, the defense. We lost our anchor on defense. Right. You know I'm saying so. Like there, there's nothing there right now that I'm saying that's 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 giving me confidence for this team. I understand we have a great record gotcha. at Yankee Stadium. It might end up in a tie. It might be. You know, maybe one-one or something like that. Uh, but I don't see us scoring more than one goal. And you guys got shooters out there. You know, you guys have Martinez. Um, 
What's he he hasn't done much yet. Uh, oh. No, but he will. Beside, he will. I'm telling you, uh, Joseph. Beside is the other guy, you know. Joseph loves Yankee yep. Stadium. <laughs> well, also, we have an improved defense, so that is good. You know, we've got this new Ukrainian guy that, uh, you know, is, is uh, you know, an improved uh, person on the defense. But, you know, since we're giving you guys a hard time about, about um, the stadium, I did see this. Is this going to happen? Oh, yeah. Are you guys getting a stadium? Oh, yeah. Finally getting a stadium? 1,000% One, no. 1, true we're getting a stadium. That's a thousand this percent. Is a, this is an awesome project going on over here. I don't know if you yeah. guys have ever been out uh, to Queens. This Willet Point area, a lot of mechanic shops, a lot of rundown little things going on over there. They're renovating that whole area. So what's going to happen is they're going to do a couple of housing apartments. Uh, I think it was 1,600 apartments all affordable housing. Uh, you have to reach a certain criteria to to, to be able to move in there. Uh, police station, fire station, and of course, the I think it's a 25,000 seat uh, stadium for NYCFC. It'll be across the street from City Field in Queens to be going up for the 2027 season. So yes, we're getting a stadium. Nice. Yeah. Yes. All just, paid for too. By all there's the 100%. Money. There's no tax money going on to this. Nice, yeah, nice. No That's great. Yeah, straight oil so, money. Yeah. Where is this, where is this, where is this located? Is it like smack dab in the middle of the city somewhere, or no, was there a big Queens, vacant lot? So Queens, New York. It's a I don't, yeah, and I don't know New York, right. so. All right, it's uh. So have you ever seen the Mets play? It's right across the street from where the Mets play. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it's I want to say smack dab in the middle. It's in the city. You take the seven train to the last stop, and it's literally right there. Um. It's. It's something that we've been waiting for for obviously for a long time. Um, we took the we took the shit talk all this all these years for playing in pretty much I think we've called like ten stadiums our home stadiums at this point. But it doesn't matter which stadium we played at. We won in them. Uh, our fans always showed up to them, so we've been consistent. It doesn't really matter. And now that we're getting this in SmackDown in the city, we're not putting it somewhere in the outskirts or not putting it in a different state. It's in our city mm -hmm. and it's, it's just going to be dope. It's dope for us. Cause we kind of knew about the stadium for a while now before it kind of went public. Got announced. And yeah. So we, we just been itching for it to get over the line. And I know you guys have been dealing with that too. Um, it's, it's, but build, you're build, building a stadium is not something that you can just go like, hey, here's land and go. Especially yeah, in yeah, a yeah. city like ours. So I know one of the pet but, peeves one of the pet peeves we had with New York City for a long time was exactly that, the stadium situation, because it, it was like it seemed like there was one set of rules for Miami. You have to have a stadium like ready to go, approved, plans approved, right? Ready to go, or you're not getting a team. And then, but with New York, it was like, well, you could play in a baseball stadium. You know, those rules did not apply for us down in here in Miami. You know, we, you guys had special rules being up there in New York where I think Miami, because we had the Miami fusion, it was kind of looked upon as a once failed area, even though that's not exactly what happened, but it was, it seemed a little unfair to us down here. Yeah. The thing people don't remember is the initial announcement was we were going to be in Yankee Stadium for the first three years. So that wasn't a surprise right. that that we were in that stadium. The surprise is 
we didn't get an announcement of the stadium plan within those three years. And then we, that's when we started going, hey, what's going on? But there were plans approved. Our may, we had a mayor switch uh, at that time. He said, nah, it's clipped for whatever plans you guys had. It was literally right across the street from the old Yankee Stadium. So it, it's New York. I mean, you just got to roll with the punches. Like, it's just... It is what it is. You play in a in, in a baseball stadium. Go complain to the league. Right. No. Of us. course. Of course. Well, that's you what know. when we were bitching about it. It wasn't with New York per se. It's like, hey, you guys no, got well, it. We get that. You know. We get the flag. But you shouldn't. Yeah. No, I, not the fans. Know, like, yeah. This is the league. It's not the fans' fault. Like uh, I think Rebel had a Rebel had a uh, Tifo was um I think it was twenty years in the stadium too late something like that and we're just like. We're yeah. curious. Were you guys? Matter. Were you guys ever New York Red Bull fans? Uh, you know, because you know. Hell to the no. No. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Just no. Just no. I grew. I grew up in the Bronx. Like Dave also grew, grew up in the Bronx. We just had this. There's a natural New York versus New Jersey thing, and I always yeah. saw them as a New Jersey based team. Mm-hmm. Never, in the Bronx, I never saw any promotion for them. Um, I went to high school in Manhattan. I didn't see any real promotion for them. I knew about Rebels when Henri was when it came over because obviously it's Henri. So it's just what it was. And I'm not. I, I Dave can uh, um, vouch for this. I always say that I don't even go see the Giants play or the Jets play. I don't go to Jersey. Yeah. Like you tell me, I have to go to Jersey. You're telling me I'm going. I would rather fly to Florida than go to Jersey for mm. anything. It's just. That's- would you prefer? Would you prefer they rename the team the New Jersey Red Bulls? I honestly would. I honestly would. It should be. Yeah, I agree. But people, Ed, Ed, people would make that same argument that we should be called Fort Lauderdale, uh, Inter Fort Lauderdale, as they say, not yeah, Inter Miami. This is this is a whole state thing, you know. This I know. Is, that's crossing know. the state. Yeah, this is a whole different so, like, state. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like it, but. Yeah. Yeah, but no. that is a common thing in New York. I mean, how many I mean, how many New York branded teams actually play in New Jersey? I mean, the football teams do. But yeah, technically, they both played in New York. Yeah, Rebels first yeah, but that was, game that was in years, New York when they played us. The yeah. first time Rebel ever played a professional match in New York was when they played us. 8-6 in the wow. chat is right there with you guys. 8-6 says, New Jersey is the garbage bag of the Northeast. <laughs> oh, look at that. This is like my personal stuff on Jersey. We have fans that are from Jersey. Sure. Also. So it's like, I don't know, get down with who you ever get down with. If it's weird in this league, we were actually talking about um, before how you can't really have a system for like a filthy fellas because not, not we don't have a lot of fans of different teams in one city. So yeah. we're all very much in our respective cities. So right. it's in New York is very different. You can have fans on both teams on both sides of the river. I don't understand how you could be from New York and root for Red Bull, but I guess, yeah, you could root for New York and be from Jersey. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I will say this for myself. Uh, you know, both of us, me and Yusuf, we're both Dominican. Uh, but I started yeah. watching uh, MLS in 2010 after the World Cup in South Africa. Um, I was hooked into the sport. I grew up playing baseball. I grew up watching baseball. Um, so when I heard, you know, the league was around, I was actually working for the NBC affiliate 
out in Salt Lake City, Utah. I was shooting out there. And so I was like, all right, let me go check out Real Salt Lake. You know, so my roommates at the time, they brought me out to a game to the playoff match against Dallas. Um, and ever since then, I was like, all right, I, you know, I, I kind of respect this league. This is kind of cool. You know, gradually I've watched Red Bull every now and then. You know, they had Henri. I, I like Arsenal and everything. But I was never a fan of Red Bull. I've only been to one game out there. You know what I'm saying? So when NYCFC announced that they're going to be playing in the Bronx, where I was born and raised, they're partially owned by the Yankees, the team who I grew up loving. I went to high school across the street from Yankee Stadium. So it was just like, all right, fuck everything else. Excuse my language. Forget everything else. I'm going I'm going for this team. You know what I'm saying? So so since the beginning, since day one, I've been rocking with NYCFC. I've been supporting the league. I'm a big advocate for the league. I say support who you want to support. Even if you're from Jersey, you want to support a New York team or vice versa. Do whatever you got to do to make this league grow. At the end of the day, I want to see this league grow. I want to see good football. I want to see competitive football. And I want to see this league just make money so that we can compete with Europe because this league needs to grow. There's a lot of there things you. that we could talk about in American football that needs to change. A lot of money that goes involved. A lot of kids that look like me can't play. And it's, you know, that's that's a whole other conversation. But no, this is great. I, I think, For sure. yeah. You you talk about for change. Sure we need to support this league and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, ahead. and you talk about change. This the league does like change. I'm curious, getting off of kind of like our rivalry, but just talk about the league a little bit. There was a big change with uh, the um, the playoffs. I mean, how how do you guys feel about now? Nine teams from each division getting in. There's going to yeah. be you know a three game series in the first, which is weird. The first round is a three game series. Then we're going to single three eliminations. Games. It's kind of weird. Yeah. How do you guys feel about the playoffs? It feels like it's MLS's another version of MLS's cash grab, where they saw the how hype we had the playoff. I want to say the last maybe three four years have been amazing, Um, and it's just because single elimination you you win or you go home. It's just we're in America. We love that. It's what drives us. This whole home and away thing for that first leg was. Horrible. It was just defense on both sides. Nobody wanted to play. So, yeah, it works. So now you're not only bringing in a new format, but you're also bringing in more teams. I think someone said 60% of the league makes the playoffs. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, I understand we have more teams now with St. Louis, but okay, just you're that just makes the playoffs that more exclusive, you know. Where if we're going to sit on the playoff format and not obviously not do the whole pro rel thing, then it makes the playoffs that much more important. If you're just making it a more than half the teams can make it, it doesn't feel. It feels like you can kind of coast for the first couple of months, you know, iron out whatever you want to iron out, wait for a big signing in the summer, make a a good run, and you can probably make it. And that's it. Once you're in the playoffs, you're in the playoffs, right? But but now yeah. now if you don't make the playoffs. People need to get fired because oh, yes. it's so easy to yeah, get in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, right. It's sad. It's. I will. I, also I will say the, this. I will say as an advocate, devil's advocate for both. At the end of the day, we get to watch more, more MLS, which is which is great. For true. Me. But I love it. Like Yusuf said, it's it's a money grab. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Why do you need three games in the first round? Understandable that you know there, there's no, uh, you know, the goal differential. They're not going to have any of that. Uh, the games are also stopping at 90 minutes with um, 
with penalties. I think it goes immediately right into penalties. It does. So there no will extra be time. A clear winner. You know, no extra time. It will be a clear winner. But I don't know. I I, I love the form. I don't I don't really watch NFL like that. I watch you know every now and then if the Giants are playing okay, I'll watch. I watch NFL playoffs though because of that win or go home. Those games are always fun. You know what I'm saying? Like game seven in the NBA. Those games are always fun. The last game in a baseball series. Those games are always fun. So I don't see, you know, almost three three legs doing this. This is it's a little bit too much, for my opinion. But what about you guys? What do you guys I, think? Edward, what are your thoughts? We haven't really talked about it much. I keep having this like on my list of agenda of wanting to talk about, but we never get to it. So, Ed, what are your yeah. thoughts about uh, uh, you I, know everybody actually, getting the playoffs? Well, when 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 we basically you know before the season started, I was like, okay, we're not going to look too good this season. So you know we've got a Probably. chance. You know we're like, all right, we we can get in there. You know I'm okay with it because I thought we were going to suck. So I was like, you know, to, <laughs> you know, two out of three games, we're going to be good. You know now that you know it looks like looks. I mean, it's only two games, guys. Let's not get crazy here. Right. You know yeah. we've got a Pump chance. The I guess you know yeah. So, you know, pump the brakes for a little bit. But, you know, I, I think, you know, like you said, uh, Dave, uh, I think, you know, there's more games. I love watching, you know, MLS, you know, if it's New York City or if it's, you know, uh, L.A., you know, I was born in L.A. too. So, you know, I, I watch as much soccer as I can, especially, you know, I got the Apple TV, you know, season pass thing. So, dude, I'm like watching a lot of soccer. My wife's mad at me half yeah, the yeah, time because yeah. I'm, I'm watching too much. <laughs> You know, I just but, got out. Know, the it's, I, I <laughs> see. So yeah, I mean, last night I was trying to watch, and my wife's like, "What? Are you, you just finished? You just came from a game? Why you? You know, go to sleep." I'm like, yeah, I, I was like, fine, fine, but I'm what? Yeah, I was waiting to get up early. Settled. I was getting, I was waiting to get up early so I could sneak outside because I got like a little patty with the TV outside. So I was like, I'm gonna go watch the TV, you know, the thing. But you know, as soon as she saw me, I was getting ready, you know. Getting my cafecito ready, and my wife's like, "We gotta go to church." I'm like, "Oh man!" Ah, See, no. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go to church. I wasn't able to watch the game. Then we, she had me go do these other things. We went to eat, and now and then I came back and did the podcast. So, See, Ed, the the know. secret is, in my opinion, you bust your ass the first like up till say noon, like you know, doing housework, doing chores, doing things that make the wife happy, right? You bust your ass doing all that stuff. And then come around noon, you're sweaty, you're tired. She feels sympathy for you. So therefore, when you go out by the patio, or or in my case, go out by the pool and just put on the iPad and watch some games and stuff like that and chill out with uh, some of, uh, you know, my favorite seltzers, she's happy. She's actually serving me lunch. (laughs) My wife, everything everything I love, she destroys, man. Hear me. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Wife is in the and other in room. The doghouse, like Dave over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man, Sometimes she watches too. There. So eight eight yeah. six says, uh, jumping into this fun conversation where we could get in trouble with our wives. Um, oh, it's just it doesn't want to go. Well, anyways, women know uh, as soon as you're about to do something like it's an alarm goes off in their head. There it goes. There's the chat. So we're all going to get in trouble. True. So none of our wives. We're all going to get in trouble because of this guy. So, well, anyways, for as far as the playoffs, my, uh, you know, the, look at the end of the day, they needed more content for Apple TV. That made sense, but I, I do question how they did it. You know, letting more teams in, they could have just had more games in the playoffs. But then, from what I understand, there's more to it than just Apple TV because. 
most of the teams make their money game day. So they need more home games. So now giving a team ability to have at least every team in the first round has a home game. You potentially have two home games if you're the top seed. So there's there's benefits beyond just the Apple TV deal. But uh, what what do you guys think about the the Apple TV deal? And then we'll start wrapping this up. Oof. I love uh, it. I think it's fantastic. Good, the yeah. fact that are you yeah, Apple fans? Like I'm Apple everything. Yeah, I mean. You, uh, I'm on Apple like, we, right now. Everything, yeah. yeah. Like I think we, cause we were in, in the we were at the match in Nashville, so we saw right. our first experience was uh, this week with Chicago, and I was telling the guys I was like I was in, I'm in chats for other leagues, and then like after watching MLS on Apple, like I can't watch other stuff and not criticize the quality, like yeah. the quality alone, like the visuals on it. Uh, the fact that we were, it feels like we've been watching crap like 480 this entire time and been so yeah. HD. It was, and, but other than that, it just the coverage of the league is where it just feels like, oh shit, like we're watching a whip around show about MLS, a wrap up show about right. MLS, a pre and post game show about MLS. This is dope. Like, it's just almost like, are we really in this world right now? Or like, not and getting cut off. Let me tell you, let me tell you end. one thing that I love last night that I saw. Um, Phil Neville got interviewed on the pitch yesterday. I was like, this needs to happen more often. Like, this is beautiful. It it, it has not been done. ESPN did a terrible job yeah. covering this league. And they, they had a half-assed bid for the next 10 years. That's why Apple was able to come in. But like Yusuf said, man, I love the whip around show. I love yeah. the 360. You know, after I watch my team, I I jump right into the 360, right. able to see everything, and I feel I feel like it shows that that this league matters with with the Apple coverage. Yes, it's been two weeks since it's happened, but but right. it just it just feels like okay, MLS matters, right? And and, and it's important, and it it this is how you grow the sport right here. So I, I'm very happy with the Apple deal so far. Yeah, it should be. And it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. Yeah, I hey, think so know, too. I, I tried to kind of give you give the, the the audience here my description of what your show was kind of like from my perspective, but I want to hear what you guys what, how do you uh, you know sales pitch on you on on what you guys do on NYC Forever podcast. Tell the folks how you know what what your show the vibe is because I think your show has definitely got a vibe. It's very different, Hell and it's yeah. that's what Hell makes yeah. it cool. It makes it cool. Hell yeah. So let me tell you something, man. We we real New York in our in our yeah you are. Uh, in our atmosphere, yeah. we actually hang out in the back of a bodega. Like you talk about, okay, these dudes recording in the basement, right? Like pre-game before NYCFC, yeah. we chilling in the back of a bodega. So that's where this started. I, I, I put, I put this together. You know, I, I liken it to the Wu Tang. You know, I got with a sick ass click and went all out. So I got three of my my favorite people who I love talking to the sport about, and I said, yo, let's just do what we do in the bodega on camera. And that's the vibe we bring. We're not here to give you the X's and O's about right. the game. Listen, like I said before, I'm Dominican, bro. Fuck, I know about a formation. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, bro, three, four, two, one. I don't know. It looks dope on the pitch. And so we wanted to bring that fan perspective of the game. People from New York, real New Yorkers out there talking about this worldwide game. So that's why I grabbed yeah. him because I love – his his eye, he has a very creative eye for things. And so I say, yo, let me get him. 
I got my boy Sanchez who wasn't with us today. He knows a lot about the game. He's Ecuadorian. He grew up playing the game. He grew uh, up Ecuadorian right here. He has experience yeah. going. There you go. See? So, and then we got the homie uh, Irv, too. He's Colombian. He grew up watching the game, too. So, we have we have a broad spectrum, you know, different walks of life. We all bring different walks of life to this podcast. So, that's why we wanted it to be more of this, like, bodega-type vibe that we already do during the game. So, we just wanted to bring that to listeners to be like, these are real New Yorkers watching the game, and this is their yeah. opinion on it. You, you need a cheesy gringo guy. <laughs> well, like Peter. Go, up, well, we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we'd love to be your guests uh, one day to, you know, in person. Hopefully, you guys can come uh, to uh, Miami and, you know, hang out with us at one of the games. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's we do it. Look forward to going over there, too. Probably not this time um, around, but uh, I've got some family in Jersey. So Ed wants know, to go I hang out in the really bodega. Hey, yeah, man. Yeah. As long as like Fort Lee and you can just cross over the bridge, I don't got to go down south. I'm sure. Cool. We are planning cool. on going down in September, so oh great! Yeah, uh, we'll sure. we'll uh, exchange information and then we we'll connect. Probably, uh, link up down there. We'll bring the camera and all that stuff. We'll have a good time. Yeah, it'll be Let's good. Go like plan. Miami has to yeah. be the way thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fort Lauderdale. At I, least. I missed last year, but I I got to check it out though. All right, yeah, so how can everybody uh, follow you guys? Uh, we have the, the the Twitter handle up on the screen, but how uh, tell everybody you know the best way to to find everything you're doing. That handle, it's on everywhere. So Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, it's NYCFC Forever Podcast. Um, that's where mostly we live on social, those three platforms. And, uh, oh, and then on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts for the audio. Yeah, it's all there. We, Like I said, we talk a lot of shit sometimes. Yeah, you it's do. very New York heavy, <laughs> but we also talk about stuff that's going on in the, like within New York pop culture. So if, you, if you're from Latin... I know we have a lot of ex-New Yorkers that live down there. Oh, yeah. And if you guys want to get a taste of what's going on in New York, with mixing with MLS, you know, give us a listen. Give us a watch. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, I don't necessarily care about New York City Football Club. I mean, I have my uh, team. Well, I would, but I, but I enjoyed watching you guys because you were fun. Uh, and we have some, we have several people that are in the same kind of thing. We've got Toronto fans. We've got other fans because they just enjoy what we do. And I think that same thing should apply to you guys or do does apply to you guys. I think people would definitely enjoy what you guys are doing, whether you give you know a crap about the team or not. You know, just it's fun uh, watching you guys just chilling out in what I thought looked like the basement. So it's it's a, it's a in, in the barbershop. It's fun. It's a it's a fun watch. So yeah, I'm catching it on YouTube. That's how uh, I'm uh, watching it. Yeah, for and also for on you guys too. Like, because uh, I'm reading the chat a lot. Like, you guys put it out the fan media for MLS is very important. So yes, yes. keep doing your thing. It's how people hear about this league. So just keep doing what right. you're doing and making sure that just rep the team however you guys want to rep it. Don't rep exactly. The people want you to think. Yeah, man. I want you yeah, to man. look. I appreciate you guys having us on, too, man. This is really cool, man. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks so much, guys, for hanging out with us for 30-something minutes. It was was a lot of fun. We look forward to to talking to you guys again. I think you guys are our guys in New York, you know, as long as you want to be. So uh, I'd love to, 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 you know, bend your ear again later in the year next time we play. So um, a lot of fun. So, all right, guys. Let's go New York. Let's go New York. All right. (laughs) 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 Not this week, right? 
But a good, <laughs> hope everybody has a good game and, and have a lot of fun there in the in your baseball stadium. Uh, hope, hopefully, uh, we get a grand slam. <laughs> There you go. All right. <laughs> Get a hot dog. Bye, All right, guys. Thanks a lot. We'll we'll catch up with you uh next time. Yeah. All right. Awesome, awesome. There we go. All right, everybody. That was fun. Um that was fun. Those are guys, uh, like I said, if you're check them out on NYC FC Forever podcast. They 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 just got a cool vibe in in their in their it reminds me a little bit, Ed, of if you remember our old friend Chris Marazza, who also was a New Yorker and was doing a a Fort Lauderdale Strikers po- uh, you know podcast in his kitchen studio, the Cudio, back in those the days, Cudio. and it was kind of a similar yeah. kind of vibe. Uh, you know, New Yorkers just you know mouthing off left and right at each other, you know, giving each other stick. Um, you know, all your four letter words are it. flying. He was doing it. Wasn't it Nashville that he was doing another one? But he just stopped doing it. For some yeah, reason, yeah. So. It didn't stick with it. Didn't stick with it. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Um, all right. I think that, that pretty much wraps it up. I, the chat was awesome today. I know we didn't get to everything. But uh, thanks, uh, everybody, for chiming in. What, what, you know, we, we tried to put up as much as we could. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll do it again next week. So we're yeah. try- as, as you guys have noticed, guys. We're, trying to, we're trying to do more interview shows. And we're doing something every Monday night, Ed. Monday night at 9 p.m. Don't forget to watch Football Miami TV. En tu idioma. Hablamos en español. I'll, I'm going to get on uh, next. Uh, to, tomorrow's show is going to be at 9 p.m. Uh, live. So join me in tu idioma en español. I'm going to uh, start having some uh, fans, you know, from the supporters groups. And, you know, any normal fans and hopefully a couple of, you know, uh, personalities, soccer personalities, uh, people in the media and stuff little by little. Uh, tomorrow it's just going to be me again because I'm starting to get a little hang of uh, how to use a program because usually Peter Brown does, the, you know, all the uh, stuff in the back of the, you know, in in the background. So today was I'm a challenge too. a little. I, I saw that There's a, <laughs> it's a lot of work. So I'm starting to get a little warming up on how everything works out. I leave everything ready tonight. So you guys, so we can be talking about, uh, you know, uh, everything that basically we talked today, but in Spanish. So it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow, 9 p.m. live. Uh, hey, Peter Brown. I, I saw we, if you got like two more minutes, I, I see we got a, a voicemail that looks like from a new uh, soccer fan. So I, 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 this came in late. So let's, let's uh, listen to this real quick. It's time for your voicemail. <laughs> Hello. Hi, my name is Brandon. I'm from Coconut Creek. Um, my question is, as a newer fan of Miami, I, I just got into it uh, post-World Cup in the last few months. Uh, how optimistic should I be for the future? And uh, what should I expect, I guess, going forward with the season? I, I've loved the team so far, and I'm definitely really excited for the future, but I want to hear from two people who have been there long, way longer than I have. So, thanks, guys. So he's my neighbor, it sounds like. Coconut Creek guy. And and we've been, done, been doing it for a very long time. When we're yes. The team and stuff. So, Peter, what's your take? How, how, do you, how do you sell this guy, this brand new uh, caller? Yeah, the, I just think team. you're gonna have you're gonna have fun with this team. I mean, go on the ride, go, you know, go to the games and, and enjoy it. Uh, you know, here's the thing: is sometimes this team will 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 upset you, and you know, it sometimes uh, they're gonna suck. 
But and and you see so many fans, uh, you know, say screw this team, I'm out of here because they don't play us or whatever. Just go and enjoy your local team, enjoy local soccer, get invested. If you're new to to the sport. Go hang out with some of the supporters clubs, maybe get to know one of them. There's four or five of them out there now. So there's there is a supporters club that is for you, right? If Vice City is for you, great. If Southern Legion's for you, great. If they're not, maybe Sieges or 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 maybe um, I don't know what the other ones are. But uh, there's there's they're they're popping up left and right. There's there's somebody that's going to meet your style of what you and who you are. If and if not, just uh, come to the Heineken bar and look for us. Come, and and we'll hang out and and and, and uh, buy us a know. beer. We'll talk you into it. You don't have to buy us a beer. We'll we'll buy you a beer, Brandon, for being a new soccer fan. There but, you go. Uh, well, uh, Peter Brown will buy you a beer. And you, yeah, like Peter said, enjoy. If you're just in the stands, man. Uh, we used to be with the supporters, but now we're like, you know, we want to watch the game because we with the supporters, you know, it's fun and all. But sometimes, you know, you got to move around the flags and stuff. Um, so we like, you know, watching the game, critiquing the game, all the movements that the players do. We're no experts either. We're just fans. But uh, we enjoy doing that. We enjoy, you know, um, talking back and forth. And it helps us also that interaction for when we do the show because we're like, we're there together, uh, yeah. you know, critiquing and talking and enjoying, uh, you know, especially the goals lately. So, you know, it, there's there's a little bit of everything for everybody. And if you want, you know, try the different seats around the, the stadium, uh, the different looks that there are, you know, behind the goal, you know, in, in, on the side. And, and right now, if you're not a season ticket holder, I didn't catch if he was a sing- season ticket holder in that voicemail. But if you're not, there's some cheap seats right now in the South stands. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can get yourself a, a, a good, um, you know, discount. But uh, Luis Rodriguez is saying, Brandon, you got to check out La Familia Jam Out after every game under the North Bleachers. Exactly. Just go, uh, you know, go, they, you listen, <laughs> go follow the noise. <laughs> so, yeah. But we did but, that you know, uh, at this last game. We, we, we went underneath uh, for a little bit. You know, we, yeah. Sometimes Peter doesn't usually do that, but. Sometimes you know, when he does, yeah, we, we go down there and people say hi to us. It's a lot of fun. But, you know, supporters clubs aren't for everybody. So if if that's not your vibe either, like I said, go just go chill out, hang by uh, the um, Heineken bar. You know, uh, you'll meet like minded people and just chilling out, Um, you know, um, and and enjoy the game. It's just it's fun. Right. Just don't get too wrapped up in that. We suck or that we're winning all the time or that we're losing all the time. That's we worked. You know, we wanted this thing for a long time. So even when we're bad, I'm still happy. That's true. That's true. And All we're right. happy. Um, you should be happy, too. Exactly. Everybody just be happy. All right, everybody. So want to say a big thank you to Caneswear. Make sure that's where you go to get all your new stuff, all your new gear. That's a new shipment arriving this week. So go to Caneswear and get all your stuff. And also go check out NYCFC Forever Podcast. Follow them on Twitter and NYC. check me out tomorrow at 9 p.m. live. And check out Ed tomorrow in Spanish, 9 p.m. tomorrow. Spanish. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. This was a lot of fun tonight. And uh, please uh, like, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. I guess Monday. <laughs>